Hi, welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fists podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. Welcome to season nine, episode three. And babe, you already know what it is. It's episode one, two, three, episode 123. I definitely did not remember that since the last episode. So thanks for the throwback. Um, Wow, 123 episodes. After all of those episodes of kind of hard work, thought, effort, time, Holding hands and throwing fists has finally repaid us. How? The email account, holding hands and throwing fists at gmail.com, was selected in the Paris Olympics 2024 ticket draw. We were able to buy tickets to the freaking Olympics thanks to holding hands and throwing fists. That's awesome. This Our personal crazy. emails didn't get nothing. <laughs> I, f- I got my I got a select a selection email yesterday. Okay, but that's days after our other window opened for holding hands Mm -hmm. imagine all the tickets that are already gone across the world so thank you holding hands so yeah you could also email us at that email address if you guys want (laughs) (laughs) and also thanks to that uh, in my head it's not random it's just a french guy who goes through all the email addresses and he's like yeah holding hands and throwing fists (laughs) okay They're going to deport you once you fly in there. <laughs> I know. They're like, we've heard you talk about France. <clears throat> we don't want you here. <laughs> there we have four listeners and two of them are France. <laughs> what? Paris and France. Let's get into a little of what happened last week. huh? Aaron Blanchfield is super legit and she submitted Jessica Andrade with great ease. You have to think she's going to be fighting for the championship soon. Mm. Nothing else eventful at all. We told you about uh, Alexander Hernandez, a.k.a. Sid from Toy Story, who beat Jim Miller this past weekend. So good for him. He really needed a win. All right. Uh, fight news that was just announced, though I think it is official now, is that our boy from Long Island and champion Aljamain Sterling, Aljo, is fighting Henry Cejudo. Let's go, Aljo! And he's trying to become the first triple champ. This is... An awesome fight, babe, is it not? I'm super excited for it. Um, This is definitely George's thoughts, but I I will double down on them. Please, 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 Henry Cejudo, can you not be such a fucking dork? Um, (laughs) I can't. We can't handle it. Like, he is, and and he's embraced it, so, like, that's kind of cool, too, but he's, like, so cringe, like... George and I get incredibly uncomfortable at everything, but oh, he's such a fucking loser. It makes us like shudder. Like it physically makes us hurt. But I'm going to go off the notes a little bit, even though I promised this week I wasn't. But like, he's not a loser. It's just his character I persona. I know. And it's like, dude, now that we're talking about the Olympics, he's an Dude, a, I just had that thought. Yeah, he's an Olympic gold medalist and he's gonna go be the potentially the first person although i think aljo's gonna stop him because aljo's our let's boy you it. know that let's go aljo <laughs> but dude henry should just turn baby face and just be like yeah i am greatness and i'm going for this I and know. like stop with all the cringe bullshit because he doesn't need it he's so good 
And it's just like, and dude, well flip spoken, it. Like, people he already has know everything. you. You already got the championship I when know. you shouldn't have. There's all these people at 135 who should be fighting. So it's like the cringe thing already worked, bro. Bail on it, please. I know. I'm, I'm so with you. And this is it. This is our holding hands and throwing fists hit right here. They say you got to uh, crisscross the things that you love the most. So it's like fighting, exactly. the Olympics, and just being like, fly. Like, he should be That's top awesome. five of our favorite fighters. Yeah. And we saw him beat our enemy, TJ Dillashaw, live at the Barclays we Center. Did, and I talked to his coach. Yeah. <laughs> we should be biffles. Henry, and get your shit together. Come on, man. And it, that was also a historic event because I forgot about this until someone said it recently. I think it was Ariel on his podcast that, uh, oh, just his small, tiny <laughs> fucking podcast. <laughs> that that was the first UFC on ESPN ever. And we were oh, there. Oh, yes. We didn't watch it on TV because we were there pretty cool all right see that was a good bailing of the notes but i'm getting back on track and we're still under five minutes so look at that yeah let's get to something not as positive (laughs) (laughs) but it's gonna end up positive stick with us for 30 seconds will you william knight lost a bizarre fight in which he didn't do anything and really froze up in there mike heck our boy wrote an article for mmafighting.com about how upset knight was about freezing up and he didn't really have an explanation why it just kind of happened but how can it not happen when you're fighting in a cage in your underwear? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like sometimes. <laughs> then he went on to talk about how all these assholes were really nasty, uh, uh, writing really nasty shit to him in his inbox and that he shouldn't be in the UFC and that he should kill himself oh and gosh. all this bullshit. Holding hands and throwing fists says to all the people who thinks it's a good idea to take time out of your day to direct message anyone who is a professional writer and write anything fighter. besides, what did I say? Writer. Fighter. <laughs> fighter, writer, whatever. Honestly, if you're a professional at anything mm-hmm. and you go into someone's inbox and write anything besides something positive or flattering, go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Go fuck yourself. And also, I've been doing the new caption videos on Instagram and I love the fact that it bleeps it out <laughs> whenever we swear. Um, thank you, babe. Those videos are fucking awesome. Thanks. Uh, that being said, since I wrote these show, no- show notes, the UFC has cut William Knight. Ugh. And as our boy Jed Mishu said, it was indeed an objectively bad performance. So, William Knight, we're sending you love and hope you're all good and get to where you want to be. And if that's back in the UFC, then we can't wait. Good luck, bro. I love bro. this. I love this. Um, that, it, bummer. Bummer, William Knight. He owned it. He moved on. Fuck all those other people who are jerks for I no think good reason. That's also because we're putting ourselves out a little bit more now with the caption videos and stuff and people mm-hmm. who shouldn't be <laughs> listening to it on Instagram <laughs> are. But that's holding hands and throwing fists. We get worked up and we swear a lot, but we really just want to show love. So there it is. That's holding hands and throwing fists. That's, Let's go, mama. That's right. So in terms of the UFC, next week is a light heavyweight fight night at the Apex. And honestly, we literally have nothing to say about it. So Bellator. Hey, time for the same old story with Bellator. This week, I was trying to do the show notes. Couldn't even find out through a Google search in less than 30 seconds, which is really all the, I mean, 30 seconds is even long for an attention span. Yeah, but I spent, you know, I might have even spent a full minute searching Google to find out if there's ever going to be a Bellator event ever again. And then I had to use my memory to recall that it's in Dublin today. So how is this a company that works? Tell me, babe. Uh, You know what? I often have opinions and I go down a rabbit hole of shitting on these organizations, but I'm not going to 
because thankfully I was willing to do a little more research. Prelims start at 11.30 a.m. today. So by the time Goog posts this, you have an hour to listen and get yourself settled to start watching the prelims Saturday, February 25th. Hurry up. (laughs) Um, The main card is at four, so you have a few more hours in case you're in your car and you're like, oh, shoot, there's a Bellator card today in Dublin. Let me rush home. So, as we already told you, there are not many big names on the card, just a ton of Irish fighters, but that's the best freaking part of doubling cards. You watch for the energy, for the good vibes, and for the fun crowd. Yesterday, we were driving on the belt, and George was really close to getting off at the JFK exit so we could go to this card, Um, and weirdly, I was the one that said that was crazy, but babe... As I was typing these notes, I decided next time <laughs> we said show. that. <laughs> no, we're we going. Said that. The next Dublin card, we're fucking going because we could have gone to this one. Well, I was thinking about it when we. I would have. I really would have driven there, but we didn't have our passports. If we had our passports on us for whatever reason, <laughs> um, I, I would have just been like, "We're going." We still could. We st- <laughs> we were early enough that we had time to go back. I wasn't them. trying to do that on Friday. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> if you want to come next time, let us know. The one story that I did not mention because I was just so hyped about Dublin and the Irish fighters um, is that it's the first fight for Yaroslav Amoslav since he won the welterweight belt in 2021 for Bellator. Yaroslav was scheduled to defend his belt in May 2022. However, that was when war broke out in Ukraine, Yaroslav's home. And so he gave up his belt and freaking joined the armed forces of Ukraine. Like, what the fuck? This guy is just freaking amazing i really hope he does well in this fight against logan storley who currently has the interim welterweight belt nothing no love for him i have mad love for him and also i was just spacing out but thinking about this because holding hands and throwing fists we like good names right and then when we've liked good names and shouted them out they've done historically well in 2019 when we started this podcast four years ago I remember saying early on, yo, Bilal Muhammad, it's just a good name. It rolls off the tongue. And it's like, bro, look at him. He's crushing it. He is crushing it. Benil Dariush, awesome name. Crushing it. Should be going for a championship. Song your dong, not so much. (laughs) (laughs) Can't can't get them all. Can't get them all. Yaroslav Amoslav, good name. Good name. Let's go. All right. Uh, Let's talk about some other random things we like and we're looking forward to. Dan Hardy, your boy, who is a famous English pioneer of MMA, has just announced he is going to be working commentary for PFL. Get out! Yeah, this is a big move. I didn't know that. He's going to be a lot of other things with the organization. This is actually really exciting. He's one of the smartest minds in the game, and hopefully he can change PFL for the better. And honestly, there's a lot of energy around PFL. They got Jake Paul, so whatever. There's that energy. You want to call it whatever it is. You know, they're potentially talking to Francis Ngannou. We, of course, are big PFL marks. We've gone on New Year's Eve, even though we didn't tell a lot of people about it. <laughs> and then we went for the first Holding Hands during Fist field trip. We went with, you know, 10 deep to the Madison Square Garden, who theater to watch it so dan hardy welcome and i think they're doing their first thing in england soon that's why uh, they kind of are linking that together so smart. that makes sense that's very cool anything else about that before we get into mma fashion fails what yeah we're changing oh, it up this week no, we're changing it. <laughs> 
this one we're gonna just i guess we'll we'll, we'll keep it <laughs> all right whatever no i'm gonna keep in line with the notes and Good. we're gonna start off with a uh technical what what, what did they say with J- janet jackson like Oh, in malfunction. the 1800s. A wardrobe yeah. malfunction. <laughs> yes, thank you. That's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> you in know the 1800s, me. Janet Jackson had a wardrobe malfunction. And we had one last weekend where Jessica Andrade said that she lost focus because her breast slipped out in the fight against Aaron Blanchfield, who then shortly after took her down and submitted her. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that sounds awful. You've been on the record saying that they should be like super coverage and make sure that they don't have the sports bras that things can easily pop out of. Yeah. That's awful it also sounds a little bit of like tbs because it's i think she was losing the fight overall i don't remember i don't know because this is a rare occurrence where you were passed out sleeping and i was actually kind of awake listening i know (laughs) to the fight live rare thing but mma fashion fail uh sports bras come on venom fix that yeah i just have to point out that sometimes george gets fancy and he puts links especially to like MMA fashion or MMA boo-boos so that I can see something if he's the one who did the notes and he put a link for this store. I was like, he did not link Jessica's Jessica Andrade boob out just so I could see the fashion film. I mean, I spent. Thankfully, he didn't. It was an article about it. That was was some TBS to get me to click on a link like that. I mean, that's what we do here. MMA fashion fails. Since we just talked about Dan Hardy, Dan Hardy had his famous red mohawk from back in the day. (laughs) And I was really grasping at straws for MMA fashion fails. I actually think it was kind of cool, but also he he was pretty devoted to it. So I don't know. I I think it's safe to call it a fail. (laughs) And I don't know, because, you know, normally we talk about how much we love Laura Sanko's style. She was on MMA fashion last week on episode 122. But she posted again, uh, I guess her first time doing color commentary again with that green blazer with the shirt that has like the choker and then the whatever I, I i need to get the actual technical terms for this but it's it's women's wear and i'm not the best at it um i don't like it but uh i don't know what do you think about oh, it oh you know since you posted on our instagram fashion fail for laura sanko's green blazer and like the see-through high neck shirt underneath i was gonna message you right away and then I was going to talk to you about it. Yeah. And then I forgot about it until right now. And then did Melissa already beat you to the punch? No. Did she say something about it? Yeah. Oh. Go. Well, you go first. Okay. Well, I fucking loved her fucking outfit. Did you? I loved the the suit and the blazer. It was a full suit. It was I great. Believe. But you're right. In your notes, you're making it clear that it's the shirt underneath. In the uh, post, you okay. made it seem like the whole dang thing was okay. a fail. And so we are on the same page. Thankfully, I don't have a hot take. Okay. That was a close call, though. Holding hands and throwing fist super fan, Melissa, um, said that she liked it. Yes. I wonder so. if she liked the top underneath, too. See? Right, Maybe well, she, too, was confused like I was. Let us know. Um, you know that... Part of the reason why we're not super popular and a huge podcast in the Wait, space. we're not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, we, we may not be as big as other podcasts, but who else got flown to uh, Fight Island multiple times? Who else got flown to UFC Apex and stuff mm-hmm. like that? You know, we've got mm-hmm. this stuff. We, who else was in negoti- negotiations with Bud Light Seltzer? Now, look, they didn't give us the money, and where do you see? Do you even, can you even find a Bud Light Seltzer you anymore? You can't. No. The worst we out of all that, of them. We want that, all that stuff. But, you know, 
we don't like to actually cause drama. We like to give praise. So you know that every time Laura Sanko or what's our girl's name? Uh, Megan Olivia. Megan Olivia. I don't know why I just blanked on her name. I was thinking about Joey B, her husband. Uh, you know, we always we always show love and tag them. And we're always like, you look beautiful, girl. Yo, you, you look handsome, guy. <laughs> I didn't, <laughs> I didn't tag Laura Sanko in this one when I wanted to say MMA fashion fail because I got, I got to show oh, love and respect. Good. That's very nice. But I bet you MMA Twitter would have been like, oh, and then we would have popped off. But whatever. All good, babe. Time for the new segment. No fighting. No fighting. No fucking fighting. No fighting. No fucking fighting. All right, so we're still figuring this out because I thought no fighting was supposed to be just an opportunity for us to talk about all the stuff we wanted to talk about. That doesn't have to do with fighting. But apparently I've been told I have to keep it to one point. I think that's best, and that's what we've been doing so So that's why I'm asking you, our listeners, to write in to either Instagram, Twitter, holding hands and throwing fists at gmail.com, or just text us because... If you're listening, chances are you have our personal phone numbers. <laughs> and let us know if you want to hear more than just one point. But we're going to give you the one point that we agreed on. We don't watch movies, but we rewatched the first Shrek last night, and it still holds up. It's hilarious. It's good for the kids and adults and everyone in between. And it's short. It was so short. Granted, our company like could not have been better to mm-hmm. make us sit down and watch a movie, which is why we sat down and watched the movie. But it is, it's hilarious. Like, I mean, every kid's movie tries to make jokes that adults get and, you know, adds another layer there. But like, Shrek was really good. And now, do we go on? Do we watch Shrek 2 now? Okay, we have to. We have to but watch Shrek 2. Do we just do it? Or now, do we have to watch it with Matthew and Thomas. I think we do have to watch it with Matthew and Thomas because okay. it comes full circle. Okay. But also Shrek 2. Well, first of all, Shrek 1 was like the I think one of the first movies that was really like that. That was for It was. Yeah. yeah. It was like a game changer. It wasn't like everything that's coming out now and which we don't watch whatever, but <laughs> um but also Shrek 2 was one of our earliest dates ever. Is and that I believe, could that be? Yeah, check it's out what year it came out. I'm looking it up. 2004. Yeah. Yeah. We were dating then? I guess that's when we started, sometime in the 1800s. <laughs> You're, why are you referencing the 1800s? Because that's what so I decided. Much. That's how freaking old I feel every day. Okay, wait. Did you know that Shrek is based on a picture book? No, but let's get it. Okay, now I have to buy it. All right, anything else? No. Okay, everybody, we love you and continue to hold hands and throw fists if necessary.